because he's such like a scrawny dude but then he has badass so right well <laughs> dear listeners if you have a theory on butt gate and and if you have an idea who's double cheeked up in this spider-man please send us a message and we'd love to hear it or you don't have to don't feel obligated <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Costume Blogcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. And I'm Spencer Williams. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, Spencer. Happy Spider-Man Day. (laughs) Happy Spider-Man Day. It's the new one. It's the most perfect one. Everybody, we watched Spider-Man, No Way Home. There's no point in saving that for later. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into all the spider goodness, the Oscars, that was, that was, of all the Oscars I've seen, that was definitely one of them. That was one of them. I've never thought about it for so long. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, some stuff happened, which I don't even care to talk about because no. it really took away from all the good stuff that we are preparing for like a year for. However, Jenny Bevan won Best Costume Design for Corella, as we predicted. I know. I know. I wasn't surprised, but I was equally as excited. N- no one was surprised. I would have bet all my money on it. Um, And she deserved it. It was awesome. She did. That was a really incredible film. And I'm just so happy for her. Yeah. I'm ready for the next Oscars already. I can wait. (laughs) (laughs) I can wait a little bit. (laughs) Well, Elizabeth, before we get into Spider-Man, we actually have a special guest with us today to help us break down this groundbreaking film that has won like all the awards, all the money. Not an Oscar, but all the other awards and all the money. Yes, yes. I wrote this introduction just for her because I know she'll love it. So let me get into it. Okay. You'll never believe who we have on this week's episode (laughs) of the Art of Costume Blogcast. She is the host of Alexify, the place for fashion podcast, a blogger, a sustainability and thrifted fashion expert, social media executive, and above all, she has her master's in Andrew Garfieldology, Lexi Silverstein. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> oh my God. That was, that was so great. You killed it. Amazing. I knew you were going to do that. But hi, everyone. I'm Lexi Silverstein. I, uh, I knew you were going to do that. My podcast, if you ever listen to it, I always start with, You'll never believe who I have. So Spencer and our our friend, my boss, they always make fun of me for it. So I do the coming. But yes, I do know everything about Andrew Garfield and I'm excited to get into it. <laughs> I just had to. Yeah, I can't wait for your expertise on that point. I'm very excited for that. Oh, just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> Andrew Garfieldology is like a really intense field. So Lexi's done all the research, all the papers. Um, so we really welcome your expertise. Yeah, we actually have a major for it at FITM, and I'm the only one in the class. Yeah. <laughs> You're also the professor. So yeah, that's, that's, that's I a, am. It's just an independent research program. <laughs> um lexi you had quite a fun time at the oscars uh what were you up to i believe you spoke to quite the marvel legend the other day which made me really jealous (laughs) i i had a really busy past weekend um yeah so i went to a pre-oscars event with red carpet green dress who i work for 
Um, they are a sustainable red carpet woman-led um, little organization, and they design dresses for people who go to the Oscars. And it's all sustainable and amazing. But they had a pre-Oscars event. And uh, my boss, who is Susie Amos Cameron, who is amazing, is married to James Cameron, um, who's also my boss. So he, you know, <laughs> he, he... Just a little bit of a flex, right? Just there. a flex. He, you know, <laughs> you know the movie Avatar? Yeah, that's him. So Zoe Saldana, um, they're really close. And she just happened to be at this pre-Oscars event. And oh. when I tell you, she showed up and she walked in beautiful amazing impeccable she and I, I i was like no way no way that's gamora no way no way and i i literally it was the most embarrassing thing ever we were making eye contact and she was like walking and i was just like and she waved at me and i was like hi hi oh my god hi hi and then she <laughs> she was like oh so is it my turn and i was like Oh, to interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do this. And I like had no idea what to do. My hands were shaking. I was so nervous. Um, but it was so great to meet her. She was the sweetest human being ever. She was wearing a fully sustainable outfit by Stella McCartney. Um, and then, yeah. And then uh, on Sunday, I actually helped two um, amazing talents get ready for the Oscars. Tati Gabrielle, who's in um, You. She's in uh, she was just in Uncharted, actually, with Tom Holland. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Paloma Garcia Lee, who was in West Side Story. Um, and uh, her friend actually won the uh, Best Supporting Actress, I think. Yeah. Ariana DeBose. Yep. They're yeah. best friends. Yeah, yeah. And so that was really exciting for all of them. And they were both wearing sustainable dresses uh, by Tencel. And then also Billie Eilish and her mom. Uh, so Billie Eilish's mom was wearing a fully sustainable dress. And then Billie Eilish was wearing uh, sustainable vintage jewelry. So Love that. Love it. Oh, quite the Oscars expert, too. We're just getting all the expertise today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that, that's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Well, uh, considering Lexi has some Andrew Garfield facts, we should probably jump into it. Make sure we have time for all of it. Yeah, Spencer, do that summary. I'll do the summary. With Spider-Man's identity now revealed, our friendly neighborhood web slinger is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life as Peter Parker from the high stakes of being a superhero. When Peter asks for help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> if you didn't see Spider-Man No Way Home, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah, honestly. Um, one of those people would actually be our editor, Daniel, who is hopefully watching it as we record this, because I told him he has about 24 hours left. I was going to say, if he hasn't watched it yet, he's better get all the spoilers. Yeah. He never watches the movies we do. <laughs> <laughs> so you better watch this one, Daniel, if you're listening. <laughs> so let's get it, Elizabeth. Let's get into it and go behind the wardrobe that was brought to us by director John Watts and our incredible costume veteran, Sonia Hayes, yes. who notable work, far too much to be listed here, but... Some of them are Blade from 1998, The Fast and the Furious movies 1 through yes. 7, and then also 9, Cheaper by the Dozen in 2003, <laughs> The Mummy, Damn. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Your favorite movie. 
<laughs> it's better than the Tom Cruise one. <laughs> Star Trek Beyond in 2016. Maze Runner. The Death Cure. Captain Marvel. Okay. 2019. And she's currently in pre-production for Fast 10. And then also, Spencer added, she was the <laughs> assistant costume designer on two of our favorites, Independence Day and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. <laughs> I love the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. It's so good. <laughs> I like. It's been yeah. forever since I've seen it, so I don't really remember it. But like power rangers were like a part of my childhood and i know i've probably seen it like 10 times and just like images <laughs> are all that are left i'll send you my vhs tape i got it somewhere so oh, <laughs> <laughs> lexi a vhs tape is one of those black rectangles that you put in the little box and it plays the movie oh okay thank you i, I didn't know what it was thank you i'm yeah I'm yeah, yeah, yeah no i got you <laughs> carry on elizabeth <laughs> Oh, well, this was quite the movie. And she did a interview with Discussing Film all about it. So all of our quotes today are going to be from this Discussing Film article, which I highly encourage everybody to read. But she said about adapting um, Spider-Man from comics to the screen. The thing is, movies are just as visual as comic books. Audiences immediately judge a character the moment they first see them. So their look has to be up to expectation, and that is such a big responsibility. It does also have to be slightly different than the comic book, as those were made a couple of decades ago. These outfits go through filters of translation over years to adapt the comics from what people have been seeing and what they expect. To do this, to make this translation of the comics... She spent about seven months in pre-production to get these costumes done. Damn, that's a long time. <laughs> a very long time, but I think we can all agree it was very worth it. Hell yes, it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely paid off, especially with all of our lovely Spider-Men coming back. She said <laughs> that it also felt like such a big responsibility because it's such a huge fandom and so many people expect so much. She said that she always tell, tells young actors that we have to get the costume right. Otherwise, the audience doesn't feel connected to your character the very first moment you show up. And it's like, ooh, that is so true for a costume hero movie. Especially for this particular film, the two certain actors who surprise us. Can you imagine if they showed up looking busted? It would have <laughs> ruined the fantasy. <laughs> there would have been outrage. There would have been outrage. Uh, she also said to discussing film, it's a strange combination because on one level, the costume needs to be perfect. But on another, the less the audience thinks about the costume, the better. If they start thinking about the costume during the movie, then it usually means something is wrong and they are not able to sit back and watch. And it's like, true, but also you did such a good job. Like, of course, we noticed the costumes. Right. She's just a pro. And, you know, everyone talks so highly about Sonya. So I'm just really excited to dive into all these costumes. She really is a master of her craft. She is. She is. And... I don't know about you, Spencer and Lexi, but I cannot wait to jump in after our break. I'm so excited. I'm going to go sling some webs around the house while we wait. Oh my God, me too. I was just about to do that. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you ready to dive into this? Yes! Let's do it! I'm so ready. <laughs> well, it basically picks up right after Far From Home. Everybody knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man, and he has to escape with MJ. <laughs> I love this part. I just love seeing Zendaya's outfit, how it just, like, travels through the wind as Peter Parker's just you know, f- slinging her all over the city. It's kind of rude, but also I just love it. I, I love it too. I love her. I think it's like her Joan of Arc t-shirt. I was like, that's so MJ. It's perfect. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. I feel like it's, this is a very MJ outfit. I was just going to say too, with the acting, Zendaya said that when she's scared, she's usually not very like expressive of a person. Like she doesn't make these like facial expressions Mm -hmm. so she thought that shooting the scene was very funny because she had to like actually make these like facial expressions that she would literally never make so (laughs) she was like I don't feel like I'm MJ in any way because I was like having to do things that I don't usually do but I do feel like this is just a very MJ outfit to a T all the black I love that yeah it was perfect she was perfect per usual per usual she's my MJ (laughs) <laughs> well, we should just get out of the way. My favorite Spider-Man movies are the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Um, but yeah. I respect the Tobey Maguire movies. Yes. My favorite are Andrew Garfield's and everyone knows why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, we have him back in his I Survived My Trip to NYC shirt, which I was like, I forgot this was in here and I thought you made a mistake because I saw the slides before (laughs) I rewatched it. And I was like, oh, they did bring that back. I love it. I actually didn't realize till I was putting the notes together. I was like, oh, wait, he's worn this shirt before. He wore this in Homecoming, right? When he, mm-hmm. I don't remember what he did. Lexi, I you think, probably remember. Um, Iron Man, because that, that whole one was about how like he needs to learn how to be um, like Spider-Man without like the suit and the technology. So I think, I think I'm not 100% positive, but it, that was after maybe um, Iron Man took away his suit and then just like put him in random stuff. But that could be wrong. Sounds right. We'll yeah. go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. I want that shirt. It's so I good. I have that shirt. <laughs> of I course have you it. Do. <laughs> it's a great shirt. <laughs> Elizabeth, you and I have to get one. I know Elizabeth and I don't have one. We do. You can get it on Etsy. I'm a little too pasty for a shirt of that kind of white. You should still get one, and then we can go to New York together and take really <laughs> cheesy pictures. Oh, that would be so cute. I love that. <laughs> that would be cute. <laughs> you guys should totally do that. Yes. And then you can Photoshop me in with my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly what we'll do. <laughs> But I also loved Aunt May in this scene because I realized she's wearing like blue and red. And I was like, she's such a Spider-Man supporter. Yeah, she's a she's a Spider-Man fan girl for sure. <laughs> she is. I'm like, oh, no wonder they're threatening to call child services. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love seeing Aunt May and Happy together. It makes me very happy. Yes. <laughs> they're just so cute. And... Yeah. I mean, even talking about Aunt May, I feel emotional. <laughs> I, I'm wiping away tears. I know. I know. I honestly, I skipped over that part because I was like, I don't want to be sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, this movie depressed me a lot. Like, I was not okay for a solid week or two after I saw this film the first time. Yeah. Okay. So I was just on vacation with my cousin and his daughters. His oldest daughter's nine. She watched this like 
three times while we were on vacation on her iPad. And she was like, it's just so sad. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I'm with her. I was like, yeah, Abby, it's very sad. (laughs) I was rewatching it last night and I literally said, I was like, I will never forget the first time I saw this movie because I went and the first day it was released, I actually, it was released on like the 14th of something. And I actually went on the 13th, I think it was. Oh, like um, the midnight so, premiere? <laughs> yeah. So I like went immediately as it was in theaters. And I just remember I would go from like sobbing to like, because they literally, they hit you with like the May scene. And then right after they hit you with the Spider-Mans. And so I mm-hmm. was like going from sobbing, crying to being like, ah, oh my God, like, this is so great. And then back to crying. <laughs> and so it's like, it's such a, such a roller coaster of emotions, but I was expecting, I remember I walked into the theater and I was talking to my friends and I was like, I'm just excited to see more of Aunt May and happy. And then they immediately hit you with the, we broke up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn this movie. It's so sad. How dare they? Whoever wrote this script was really like going through their emo Batman phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. And I think Spider-Man is also going through his emo Batman phase uh, with all the bad press <laughs> surrounding him and the Daily Bugle.net. I love how it's .net. That just makes it seem so sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the return of J. Jonah Jameson. He's such like a staple Spider-Man character. He, it was like so fun to see him come back. And I realized watching it the second time, he's like a direct mirroring of like the real life Infowars Alex Jones, that literal psychopath. Yeah. He was like all about conspiracy theories. Mm. Like I was actually getting anxiety watching Jonah. I'm <laughs> right? like, I know this guy now in the post like Trump 2016 world. Like this is real. Oh God. Yes. No, that's what like down to like the suit jacket and like the buttoned up shirt with just one button undone. I was like, oh this is stressful. <laughs> it's literally the same. They they are identical. <laughs> That's crazy. I love how they brought the same actor back, too, because it's been so long that you're like, wait, hold on a second. Is that the same person? But it's like he's so perfect at the part that like it doesn't matter. Well, that's the funny part is that like there's all these different like multiverses or whatever. But for some reason, J. Jonah Jameson is the same in every universe. (laughs) And it just makes (laughs) no sense. But it's so funny. But I remember at the... um, (laughs) <laughs> at the end of uh the last movie far from home uh like the end clip was this like the beginning of uh no way home where J. John jameson like shows up and i remember i was sitting in theaters and i was like in the next movie they're gonna connect all three spider-mans and i know it because they brought him back and i was so excited yeah <laughs> i didn't even realize that until this moment but maybe it's kind of like a loki variant thing where like some of them look the same you know so mm-hmm. maybe there's just this multiverse of jay jonah jameson's who all look the same and then occasionally there's like an alligator jonah and <laughs> yeah like you know <laughs> like but they're all yeah. out to get spider-man yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all hate spidey <laughs> I could not believe they brought Daredevil in. I was so excited for when I saw him the first time. I was like, oh my gosh, they did not. They did not just connect the Netflix shows to the MCU. Yeah. 
Our boy Charlie Cox from Stardust, right? Yes. <laughs> He's so good. He's um, so good. I'll admit when I saw it, I was a little confused because I never saw the Daredevil show. I know who what? Daredevil is, but it was one of those moments, you know, like when you go to like the midnight premiere and everyone's like applause, like for every other scene and standing mm-hmm. up and screaming. <laughs> This was the one of those moments where everyone was standing up screaming and I was sitting down and I was looking around like, wait, what? What happened? Wait, <laughs> <is this news? laughs> I was like, oh, when I saw the red glasses, I understood what was happening. I was like, oh, okay, that's Daredevil. Yeah. I've only seen that one Daredevil movie from like way back in the day that we don't talk about. I've never even seen that. Never yeah, seen don't. That. Yeah. No. <laughs> but he looked good. Yeah. Oh, my God. He looks fine. He does. I love when he catches the brick or whatever, and he's like, I'm a very good lawyer. I'm like, yes, you are, sir. Yes, you are. Yeah, such an iconic scene. <laughs> There's this guy on TikTok that um, he, like, knows everything about Marvel, and he... There's this one really dumb video. He makes really great videos, but this one was a little dumb because he was like, oh, like, he caught the brick before Spider-Man did, and, and they were like... He was saying that that basically means that, like, Daredevil's, like, quote unquote Spidey sense is better than Spider-Man's. And then the, all the comments were like, or he's just closer to the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think we read a little too much into that one. Yeah. I'm like, and maybe Spider-Man's a little overwhelmed in this moment, trying to figure out whether or not he's going to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man's had a long week. He did have a long week, but it's it really interesting because this whole movie like shows more in depth about like, his spider sense, uh, the Peter Tingle, as they say in this one. Uh, <laughs> and because in the last movie, he like, it wasn't working. So in this one, it goes like so far in depth about how good it, like how insane it works. And so it was just funny that they were like criticizing that. And I was like, I think he's just closer to the window, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that suit, it looks great on him. It does. I, I love how he's like, he always plays like the poor lawyer. I'm like, yeah, perfect with like the kind of woolly suit. He looks great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy. Oh, Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson. That guy sucks. <laughs> he does. I forgot how much I Make disliked him. him. Yeah, he's he's something. And his his costume is like so obnoxious too, which like credit to Sonia Hayes, who is like, this is a character that I want to like come across as like trying really hard and kind of annoying. So like and you know, credit to the actor too who plays Flash because obviously he does a great job. At playing this character that I cringe every time I see him on screen. I, all of his clothes, I feel like it's almost like knockoff, like Gucci and like mm-hmm. knockoff Lacoste. So like, I feel like it's all of that. Yeah. <laughs> you can see like the Gucci backpack strap and I'm just like, you know, that's fake. You know, that's not. Yeah. Real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his bleach blonde hair. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> I don't think in the very, very beginning of the movie, you see him for a second when he's finding out that like um, Peter Parker and he's wearing Spider-Man. like the tennis clothes. Yeah. And I don't I think he has like brown hair and then he comes back and I guess he was getting all ready for his I'm Spider-Man's best friend you know, photo yeah. op. So he was like, yeah, my hair and look absolutely like I'm trying way too hard. I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Who I also thought was funny was the newscaster um, covering Peter Parker's most stressful year of high school. And I was like, oh, my gosh, leave the kid alone. (laughs) Are they coming back from like summer break or they were just like on like, I don't know, spring break? I don't remember. I don't know. I think it's it's summer because they go through like Halloween. I don't know. I don't know if it was a summer school trip or like a quick spring break kind of trip with the school i don't know i guess i guess it's not relevant but you know peter parker's just had a tough month he was just outed by jake gyllenhaal <laughs> Mysterio. yeah um everyone hates him now people are throwing bricks through his windows and his aunt's about to die and then everyone forgets who he is and he doesn't exist so i just really feel for peter parker I, I feel like he's had the summer to cope because otherwise i don't know how flash got that book out so quickly he has a tough first day at school. It's it's pretty rough. But his costume looks good, though. I know. It does. His flannel. His kind of graphic tee. I was like, yes, you are just a high schooler. Yeah, his hair is right. It was funny watching this scene because, you know, having just binged Euphoria season two, <laughs> how different these, like, high school universes are. You know, <laughs> like, the Spider-Man high school universe is normal you know it's just yeah it's interesting you from realistic to unrealistic yeah. <laughs> everyone always jokes fun. on tiktok they're like what if we brought the euphoria high schoolers the like um high school musical the musical the series high schoolers and then riverdale high schoolers all together in one room like what would happen because they're all so different um <laughs> but this outfit i feel like is very um Peter Parker, he always has those like nerdy graphic tees. Like the he has that math one. I forget what yeah. what equations on oh, it. Oh yeah. Like that, yeah. Like, that iconic one that it's like uh, I went thrifting the other day and we found one that had some sort of equation on it. And my friend was like, this is giving very Peter Parker vibes. And I was like, it is, <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Oh, I love him. But he does not get any peace except on the roof. Kind of until Ned bothers him and MJ between one of the (laughs) only kisses we're going to see like an entire trilogy. I know. I also love how they're such a couple looking very similar. I'm like, yes, you went shopping with MJ. That is clear. Well, we all know Zendaya is choosing Tom Holland's wardrobes at this point, and it kind of translates into the film. (laughs) I was just going to say, in real life, I'm like, you can see Zendaya's influence on Tom, so it's great that you can also see it in the movie. (laughs) Um, I love MJ's, like, jacket, though, with the black and white stripes. I was like, this is a real Spencer Hamburglar moment, and I really, I love this outfit. Yes, I kind of want all her outfits. Um, I love it. I love that the one sleeve is like a chunkier striped and then the other one is like not as chunkier. It's like kind of opposite, like the thin oh, stripes. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah, the oh, thin stripes cool. are white on the other side and then black on the other side. So That's cool. I didn't even notice that. Thank you. So perfect. Also perfect. We have Benedict Cumberpatch's back. <laughs> My man. Looking good. Uh, Lexi, Being not Eli- the Sorcerer Supreme, but oh well. Elizabeth has a master's in Benedict Cumberbatch-ology. Mm, um, a little bit. As you should. I love him. He's a great man. He is fantastic. And I think you both went to the school of Sebastian Stanology too, right? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I loved 
seen Doctor Strange in his like winter comfy clothes. Yeah. It's so good. I love how he's so dressed down, but still has the cape on. Because at first he looks like very, like you see the cape, he looks very dressed up. Then you're like, wait, is he wearing a hoodie and a winter jacket? (laughs) And sweatpants. Sweatpants. I feel like it's like, it's like the perfect, like Dr. Strange. I feel like he's such like a high ego that he's like, I can't just wear sweats. I have to wear the cape too. But I remember, oh my God, I remember when the trailer came out for No Way Home and everyone was interpreting like this costume to mean something completely different. Like everyone was like, oh my God, we think Doctor Strange is Loki. I don't know why they thought that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why. But they were like, he would never wear sweats. And I remember literally just like him wearing sweats started like so many different like different conspiracies about what was going to happen just because he wore sweats so silly and then it ended up literally just being like the stupidest reason yeah ever. it's like he's cold <laughs> like we all get cold My man is cold like let him wear sweats in peace i would say don't get your theories from tiktok and youtube but also the same people predicted that spider-man moment at the end with them charging the one spider-man charging at all the villains and they actually yeah. were like so yeah 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 so anyways um fitum had an open house the other day and uh one of the alumni actually i was talking to her and she was like oh i worked on this small movie called uh spider-man no way home and i started oh right yeah i started freaking out and then i remember i ran over to spencer and i was like why does her sign not say spider-man no way home that's such a bigger deal than like what it was but (laughs) (laughs) Um, she was talking about it and she said that, um, basically like, I guess like the assistant designer or something, someone couldn't like make it. So she got upgraded to the assistant, whatever. And then she had to help, um, because of all the different rights, like Spider-Man is owned by Sony, not by Marvel. So they couldn't use the exact same Dr. Strange costume that they use in all the other movies. So they had to completely recreate it rather than just using the costume that's already made. And she was saying that it's so much stress because um, like people notice, like if, if like a, the slightest bit is like different or like the embroidery's off or the coloring's off, like everyone will notice um, because the fandom's so crazy. And so I think she did a really <laughs> great job, but she was talking specifically about the cape. And I was like, yeah, well, like the cape is a big deal because not only is it like a huge part to his costume but it's also kind of like its own character like it's able to like yeah on its own so it's really interesting talking to her about how like uh how all these details like came together and then she said when she saw um him come on screen for the first time watching no way home she just like cried because she was like ah it worked out so perfectly like it looked (laughs) what was her name i like cannot i it's blank i think i have it in my notes but I'll try to look it up and add it in post. Yeah. Oh, good on her. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, we also got to see Wong for a little bit, too. And he clearly is over the whole situation. Yeah. He became Sorcerer Supreme by a technicality. Um, he clearly <laughs> is not enjoying it. But he's also, like, taking it seriously, though. Like, he just sees this freaking, you know, wizard behind him wearing sweatpants. And he's like, I have stuff to do. I'm in charge now. So, like... <laughs> That's, he's basically just like don't fuck it up yeah. and that's exactly what happened he's like, yeah. let's keep let's keep the malarkey to a minimum this movie and clearly that doesn't work that out well happen. 
<laughs> did not happen. And it's not going to happen in the next movie. It goes crazy <laughs> in the next movie. No. Oh, but what I did love about the craziness was the new Spider-Man suits we got to see. This was beautiful with the gold. I guess it's not like new, new, but it's a little bit upgraded. The gold little spider legs. Yeah, it's definitely been loved it. polished a little bit, you know, like he's been keeping his spider suit in storage, taking care of it. It looks good. I love seeing the gold in it. It's it's one of my all time favorite spider suits as he rushes over to go speak to the MIT um, person. I love I that was such a crazy moment. I'm like, Dr. Strange, did you not think like, oh, maybe I should ask some more questions about this situation before like I perform a whole like reality altering spell, like maybe try and <laughs> fix this in like some other ways than just like changing the world in a couple of seconds. Like maybe you should have tried that fault. first. There are so many things though that like like there, there were so many easier solutions that could have happened, but you know that Marvel had just had to like do it on purpose to make the movie great. But there's yeah. so many like, I, when I was watching it yesterday, my boyfriend was like, "Why didn't they just do this?" And I was like, "Because it doesn't the plot." Okay, <laughs> I don't ask questions. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't makes matter. me absolutely insane. This like little twenty minutes, but also I relate so hard when Doctor Strange is like, "Wait, you didn't call them first? I'm like, no, I didn't call them because I hate talking on the phone. I just went straight to the wizard to alter you, like, you know, <laughs> time and space. Like, how did you forget he's still like a teenager yeah. when he's like, oh, my friends didn't get into college. I need your help with a spell. It's like, <laughs> me, like that was the first, like, maybe you should have talked this out a little bit. First red flag there, buddy. <laughs> but I love this scene. I love this costume. And then I love the, like, kind of parallel with Doc Ock's because then it's it, Doc Ock has that iconic line where he's like, oh, we have some competition here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking <laughs> of, we finally got to see Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. It was just like such a blast from the past, especially for Elizabeth and I, since yes. one of our guests today wasn't even born yet. But <laughs> um, like... I don't know, like Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, that's like such a big part of like my growing up and seeing him when he said, hello, Peter, I literally so almost good. fainted. Yeah. So <laughs> I know. And I love it because I'm like, I remember he's one of the first like super villains where you're like, he's not really a villain, but he is like that kind of like, oh, wait, there's two sides to a villain, maybe. He just wanted to destroy New York City with like the sun, but like. I always questioned because in the back of his um, outfit, you can see like the tears where, um, you know, like the octopus legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the tentacles. <laughs> the tentacles where they come out. And so I just wonder like, like, did he tear that himself? Was it a DIY moment? Did the like tentacles be like, nah, like we need space? Like, are all of his clothes just ripped a little bit? And I know we only see him in this one outfit, but I'm just like, ugh. I have so many questions about the rest of your wardrobe. <laughs> I know. I know. I would love to talk to her about it. But um, one thing with Dr. Oct is he has like a lot of stunts because his costume is basically a whole stunt with the tentacles coming out. And when she was talking to discussing film, 
Uh, she talked a lot about how she's worked on films with stunts and it's kind of become like her specialty, especially with all the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> and it's something she's really proud of. And she said that making sure actors were happy with the suits was a big thing because these movies are so complicated for performers. They have so much to do. And the goal was for us to make their costumes in such a way that they don't have to think about it or work around difficulties. Alfred Molina, for example, his original suit, he had to physically wear the tentacles and the belt, which was all made out of pure metal for certain shots. Of course, nowadays, there's been a huge change in technology, and he just couldn't believe how much easier it was. <laughs> and I was like, because that was... That was he was in the first one, right? He was the villain for the first or the second? Second one. The second one. Yeah. So I just assumed like it was two thousand three, four. I assumed they were like yeah, something like that. (laughs) I assumed they were CG in the original. I didn't think that like they were metal, and I was like, wow, he must have been so happy this time. (laughs) There's this great video I have to share with you, Elizabeth. um, Recorded, you know, back when when he was doing his second film. And he's like hooked up to the tentacles and they're just like kind of moving back and forth. And he just like walked away, I guess. And um, Willem Dafoe walked on set like as a surprise guest and he read Doc Ock's lines. And it's like one of the best moments. But like in that moment, you could see that like the they're just literally these giant robot arms are just like moving back and forth. <laughs> like <laughs> and it's like he's like literally like almost seat belted in almost like it's it's a lot. So I'm that's hilarious. I imagine when he walked on set and he, he was like no arms. And like, yeah, <laughs> what, what do you mean? Metal arms. That's crazy. <laughs> we have cgi now it's great <laughs> that's crazy ah, but such an iconic like costume my friend has a jacket very similar to the one that he wears and i feel like every time she wears it we bring up it he she looks like doc ock and we're like yes doc ock yeah the leather trench coat such a yes. 2000 staple <laughs> Yeah, but I like love the color on it though because it almost has like a green hue to it. Like the textile is mm-hmm. very interesting. Mm-hmm. The for the updated one, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, uh, Goblin. Oh my gosh the the way that that laugh made me feel cannot be replicated. It was just so crazy. I was so scared. I was like, oh no, he's back. <laughs> the childhood trauma is back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he carried this movie. It, he was so good. And I yeah. I don't know. I know that um, after his movie, his, like the first one, people were mad because the mask, um, it didn't like move. So it didn't, it, it wasn't very like, I don't know, real, realistic. Like when you look at Spider-Man's masks, his like eyes move. Uh, but this was literally just like a mask. So you couldn't see like expressions. You couldn't see like the crazy like Willem Dafoe facial expressions that he does. Um, so that's actually part of the reason why he doesn't wear the mask the entire rest of the movie. Um, I don't know if we'll, we'll get to that, but he, ends up, yeah. yeah. Okay. He ends up like <laughs> yeah. smashing it and then we see his other costume. That's so silly to me though, because to me, it's like the thing I love about these movies is that they interpret their villains in a more realistic point of view. Like the vulture was not actually a man with bird wings and feathers, you know? And <laughs> so, like, all these different characters, Mysterio was just Jake Gyllenhaal with, like, a helmet on. 
Um, so with Green Goblin, to me, it's like more like it's just like a like a motorcycle helmet. He's just like a crazy scientist guy who just has like an interesting like costume. So like, no, of course his helmet's not going to move because he's just wearing a helmet to protect his head. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. This one's also very different from the comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also why they end up changing it. But yeah. Where he's actually a goblin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, another one I had forgotten about Dr. Kurt Connors. I'd forgotten about him. I will never forget. Honestly, I have I have zero memory of the lizard and past Spider-Man as films. Soon as, I, <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, I remember this guy. But I had forgotten about him until he popped up on screen. He looks so like his I feel like his lizard his lizard <laughs> like his lizardness <laughs> looks so different from like this movie and the other movie and i feel like you can just see like the progression in the cgi but i did not yes. forget because this is the amazing spider-man and i will never forget those movies. yeah I'm so, <laughs> i've only seen the first amazing spider-man and i don't even remember it i never okay i saw part of the jamie fox one that's the second one right yes and i literally don't remember any of it the I don't second think I one is it. the it's yeah one, i the biggest it's one of the biggest plot points I got everything I needed from this new one. No, you did not. <laughs> no, you did not. Elizabeth's you can never <laughs> Elizabeth's face right now says, Spencer, I'm disappointed in you. I'm embarrassed by you. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I assumed you did your research. I know that I know that the Amazing Spider-Man movies, those ones like out of compared to all of them, those ones get got like the worst rap about them like everyone hated them Mm -hmm. which is why i think Mm -hmm. they only ended up making two of them but i like literally love them and uh, andrew garfield's peter parker is just so good he's like so much cooler than the other peter parkers (laughs) which is also why i think he's the worst peter parker because he's like not realistically peter parker like peter parker is this like nerdy kid and andrew garfield's peter parker is just so cool um and that's not a biased thing. That's like an actual thing. But <laughs> you need to watch the second one. I'm going to force you to watch it. <laughs> so I'm guessing no lizard fans then on this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Spencer. Sorry, lizard. You will not be going to Hollywood. <laughs> so our crew shows back up at Doctor Strange's Manor. And I love, and we got another MJ fit that I'm in love with, mm-hmm. with the beanie. Okay. I love it. I love the pattern mixing of the plaid and the stripes on her sweater and her blazer. Yes. So good. The beanie is so, just so her. I, I'm also very confused by Ned because he wears this varsity sweater the, or jacket the entire movie. And I'm, I don't, well, not the entire, I think he switches later. I don't know, but um, I don't know what sport he plays. <laughs> I was wondering um, You can, you can get them for like other, like... He probably has it for like one of his science clubs Wait, or something. Wait, didn't they do like Whoa. a decathlon or something oh, in the yeah. second one? Yeah, that, that yeah. is what it's it not just. Yeah, it's not just sports that you can get them for. Okay. Yeah, I got a I got a varsity letter for being vice president of my high school. Of I didn't have you a. Did. I didn't get a jacket because I didn't feel like buying one, but I have a letter. <laughs> you no, know, yeah, they did go to like the in the first movie. They were like part of the math, whatever. The heck yeah yeah nerds yeah nerds <laughs> in the best way oh but also peter parker um even in the scene on the bridge 
you see that his suit and here are so wrinkled because he has on. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that little wardrobe right? track. That's a good one. He's very wrinkly. Yes, very I noticed that too, and I was like, excellent, excellent. Yeah, I, that's the stuff that I love that stuff on this podcast. The attention to detail. <laughs> oh, and then Zendaya's wearing her necklace. Mm, mm-hmm. We have a new Spider-Man suit, and I gotta say, I was so excited when I saw this one, because it makes Spider-Man look so cool, and for like a hot second, I was like, are they gonna also bring Venom in? And I was like, yes, but no, (laughs) And (laughs) as we found out, and Hayes talked a lot about this suit. She said, the black and gold suit is a suit that is inside out, with the help of the visual effects department in Marvel, we worked on trying to figure out what a suit that enables him to have all this power would look like on the inside. If you look at all the details, which often because of speed and movement, you don't get to see, it kind of looks like a circuit board of a computer with gold wires. And I was like, yes, (laughs) yes, it does. And it's brilliant. I love that. This is one of my favorite suits. Of course, my favorite was the black suit. It's so badass. And I did notice the circuit board. I thought that was really interesting, especially with all the electricity flying around. Well, when he stays um, and like cleans up the area because he was like, I don't want anyone else blaming me for this. uh, He you can see it in daylight and you can literally see like all the wires because I'm I'm like, you can see it here when it's like a picture. Yeah. But in the movie, you can't see it as well. Like you just see like a black suit. Um. And so when it becomes daylight, you can really see like all of the like wires and stuff like that, which is super cool because then it shows just how in-depth all of the Stark um, technology is. Oh, gone but never forgotten. Yeah, truly. (laughs) Such an amazing moment. (laughs) (laughs) But in that moment, we also get Electro. Jamie Foxx is back. (laughs) I was so happy um, with what they did with this character. I I think one of the reasons why I never got behind a second Amazing Spider-Man was just how crazy Electro looked. I was not into it. Um, so I loved what they did with Electro in this film. Yeah. Well, there's that, uh, like quote from Jamie, well, not Jamie Foxx, but Electro, um, where he's like, I like who I am in this universe because you can literally see like, he's a cooler dude in this one. Like his hair is better. Like he just overall looks cooler when Electro in the other universe was just like this nerdy insecure dude. Um, so I yeah. think that they really did him dirty in that other film. Yeah. They <laughs> so did. Dirty. <laughs> so I think that's why he liked this universe so much because he was like a cooler dude and they, they purposely made him cooler. I would have gave him an exception, but like you could actually stay if it's up to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another supervillain that came back was the Sandman. <laughs> kind of came back. I believe he I had kept forgetting he was in the movie. <laughs> I believe I saw that he had like scheduling conflicts or whatever. So he wasn't actually able to be there as much as he would have liked. What else is he in? Yeah. Uh, something else. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he has a family. I don't know. But what was more important than Spider-Man? I like? don't know. <laughs> But it was so awesome to see at least his voice. Like I knew it was still him. Yeah. So like it still was giving me everything I need to see. Um, he was from the third Spider-Man, I believe, with yes. Venom. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was always a great character. 
he he didn't look like himself. He like when they finally show him like that it's him, he looked like CGI'd or like not real. I thought so too. Yeah. So like different. But then he also has that iconic like green striped shirt that he literally wears like his it's like his iconic we know Sandman by that Peace. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a little afraid to say that was actually him because he did look really cgi and i'm wondering if he never actually made it and maybe they just like did like a luke maybe. skywalker moment yeah, you know just kind of like, like took some pa that day and i was like um you're gonna be sandman at 1 30 today so, <laughs> like, they were like okay <laughs> you put on this green mocap suit because you're about to be transformed i would literally <laughs> drop everything to be in spider-man but True. We know, like true. <laughs> um, but yeah, a character that really looked different, Goblin Willem Dafoe, Norman. Uh, I loved his Norman Osborn. I loved his like homeless almost look. <laughs> He's a dill. I have to say it. <laughs> yeah, I've read some really interesting articles about Willem Dafoe that I'll have to share with you guys after. Oh my god! Um, okay. I'm intrigued. Yeah. No, yeah, I love this costume. I love that um, Zendaya, when she was doing interviews for No Way Home, all of her um, outfits uh, represented different villains. And so she has this one iconic look where I think it's like a green button or purple button down and a green blazer. And it's like literally this look to a T, but then Zendaya fied. Yeah, <laughs> I love that the whole time he's still wearing the green and the purple. Yes. It's almost kind of like a nod, like, like maybe he's not who he says he's being right now the entire time. Like it really keeps you on edge the entire time until, of course, he, you know, messes things up. But what an iconic villain. Dare I say one of the greatest Marvel villains of all time. He, yes, he cares. He's up there with Thanos for me, honestly. He is. He is. Yes. Oh, so good. But. Uh, Doctor Strange, he did not stay in his sweats the whole time. He got his, his, uh, outfit back on, which now that you're saying like, oh yeah, it had to be a little bit different. I'm seeing it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Cause I just didn't, I didn't notice. Yeah. It is slightly different. I don't know what it is about it, but I know it's different. I think it might be like the length of like the robe, maybe something the about length, it's different. Uh, the belt's different. The way it's draped is different. Yeah. But it's still yeah. a good different. Like, it looks great. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He looks like Doctor Strange. So he's a, like, he's able to have multiple outfits. Yeah. Why would he <laughs> wear the same thing every day? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man has like 800 different costumes or different outfits. I'm like, Doctor yeah. Strange can have I'm, uh, at least two. <laughs> I, I love their battle in the like mirror realm. It's so fun. Yeah, it's just been. visually so fun to watch and it just gets me so hyped for multiverse of madness oh i can't wait for There's that, that really embarrassing line where where peter parker goes you know what's cooler than magic math and, <laughs> and it's just such a peter line and it literally just reminds me of all of his graphic tees with like math equations on them i'm like you yeah. are such a nerd People were giving a lot of shit to the script writers for the Scooby Doo this shit line. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, that same. is a great line. I love it. <laughs> it's so funny. That's to literally me. what they did. Yeah. Like, I, come on. I feel like I feel like maybe they got shit for it because it was like I don't know. Like I, I've never heard someone say that, but I'm like Doctor Strange is older. Like. It makes sense for like him to say that. Like if if 
Peter said that, I would I would be like, oh, that's a little weird because like no one in Gen Z says that. But I'm like, yeah. but Doctor Strange saying it like that that's great. It's a great line. Oh my gosh, you're Gen Z, aren't you? I am Gen Z. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, sorry, I just put that together. <laughs> Peter Parker was not watching Scooby Doo. He's watching like. Paw Patrol? I don't know. I watch kind of Scooby too. Relax. <laughs> We're not that young. <laughs> Except I think he is like, what, 16 in this? 17? I, I think he's like 17, 18 because he's graduating. Oh yeah, he's 17, 18. But then you can see when he gets pushed out of his body that he's still wearing his like um, outfit underneath it, which is why it's like, you can see there that it, like that's why it's wrinkled because he's literally wearing like it under yeah, his suit. That's such a great note i love that so then we head on over to happy's apartment which if i were happy i would not be happy because (laughs) no bringing all these villains into my very nice apartment that clearly (laughs) mr stark paid for at some point (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you just get like such a good look at all the villains together i guess villains in quotes um once again just have to say willem defoe's green jacket just looks so good when he was doing all the sciencey stuff. Yeah. Yep. Aunt May's blue and red outfits. I'm like, yes, yes. you are a supportive aunt. She is. Look at her. What a queen. <laughs> She's a Spider-Man fangirl. She loves it. Rest in peace, the boy. She does. Up until the very <laughs> end. Spencer, why did you do this? Sorry. I just. He did it on purpose. I will say watching. I don't cry a lot in movies, but watching Aunt May die it was terrible and i was i yes. went i went to the theaters with a gro- a group of like maybe six seven grown men and i was crying but also laughing because i could hear everyone around me literally like <laughs> 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 and it was i've never been in a theaters like that where it's like so dark and heavy you could tell like literally everyone in the theaters was like in their feelings and was like visibly upset <laughs> it was so sad this this one really got me yeah when it she when she says the line with great power comes great responsibility i was like i know this bitch is about to die how dare you aunt may that was way sad was, oh god she really just twisted the knife and tom holland too also like was acting his ass off too in these couple scenes he was going for it and i was like okay best actor nominee but clearly that didn't happen but i thought it might possibly it reminds me a lot of his um scene where he's talking where like you know he's like disappearing because uh thanos just snapped and he got like whole line with good uh, times yeah. <laughs> with uh tony stark where he's like i don't feel so good mr <laughs> yeah <Aww. laughs> gave me the same vibes as that oh gosh yeah it was so sad um marissa tomei she was just such a great aunt may and i like feel really sad about the idea that she won't be a part of them but also we should also saw this coming because it is as all the spider-man say after a break that like they all have a relative who passes away so i should have saw it coming but it was just harder this time around because she just did such a great job playing aunt yeah may. and he and she played mm-hmm. like like i don't they never touch on whether or not like they had an uncle ben in this it just seemed like she was like way more not that the aunt mays and the other ones weren't but that she was like way more of like a mother figure than in the other movie yeah i agree especially because like aunt may and the other ones is always like significantly older 
Like she always looks more like a grandma than an aunt. And I'm yes. like, this yeah. time she actually looked like an aunt. Yes. And I'm yeah. like, you can tell she's been taking care of him for like most of his life. Yeah, they never talk about any of that, like parents, anything and with Tom Holland. So it, it just seems like she is all he knows. Which I appreciate that actually, like we just did our Batman episode two where they skipped all of the like Batman introductions. Yeah. We're at a point where we've seen all these movies so many times. We don't need to do those introductions. We already like, know. We already know. What we happened. know he got bit by a spider. Yeah. He got, you know, Bruce Wayne's parents got shot. We all know. We, we all don't know. care anymore. <laughs> oh, well, this is depressing. I think we should take a break. <laughs> Yeah, and then we can jump in to what we're all really here for yeah. right after the break. Lexi, your moment is coming. My moment to shine. talk about the spider boys the spider fellas the spider fellas the spider men (laughs) all right lexi who's the first person that jumped through the portal the amazing beautiful stunning so hot andrew garfield (laughs) (laughs) i freaked out in the theater when he walked through i was like yes considering considering we just watched Aunt May pass away. I cannot tell you how good it felt for this sort of energy change. It was the perfect timing. Everyone went from like crying to like screaming and picking up babies and throwing (laughs) popcorn. And (laughs) I know. And I've like, ever since Spider Man, I've only seen him in very serious roles like Hacksaw Ridge, the other (laughs) one where he's a priest something else very serious so i forgot how funny and charming he was (laughs) well his spider-man is like the funniest of all the spider-mans um and uh, like it's it it really is so interesting because it's like all of his recent roles have been i feel like just so dark this energy yeah they're just so like dark and kind of oh my god trying to think of all the recent things i've seen him in yeah like tick tick boom was like sobbing the entire movie like (laughs) he's in the eyes of tammy faye right yes Uh, i will never shut up about that movie such a good movie but i actually been wanting to tell you elizabeth i think we should do that film it's so good i I haven't seen it but i think we should too it's so fun literally watch it right now i'm like cancel the podcast i will never (laughs) shut up about the movie i genuinely think it's so good but no you are so right spencer like i was sobbing i i remember i took a photo of myself after watching uh, this movie and i posted it on my instagram story and you I texted like, it to me <laughs> i was like this is my no way home review but i literally i was sobbing like sitting in the back of my seat like my friends were sitting next to me laughing at me because i was like tears all down my face and then this i like my friend had to grab the popcorn out of my hand because i went oh my god and the popcorn went everywhere and i was like oh, andrew garfield i'm so happy so just amazing amazing scene i really love the costume for the amazing spider-man because to me like you know and i love andrew garfield i don't love 
those two movies, but I love him and I do think he like, you know, he is a good Spider-Man. It's not his fault that I don't like those movies. <laughs> um, but his costume I think is really great because it really represents like that cartoony side of the comics too, where the eyes are like a little bit extra dramatic and big. Yes. And like, that's why I love his costume a lot because it does have like this really like cartoony, amazing Spider-Man look. There's a different look to each of these Spider-Mans as we're about to talk about. Well, and his is the- a little bit more campy. Yeah, that's the thing with, um, that's what everyone always debates about, like, who's the better Peter Parker, who's the better Spider-Man. And I will always say that I think he's the best Spider-Man because he's the most like a spider. Like um, in his movies, you'll see like things that he does that are like exactly like a spider. So I think that his costume also is very like spidery because it has like more, it's more heavy on the webbing. Like they're like tighter webbing, if that makes sense. Um and I just feel like, yeah, like the big buggy eyes, like I feel like it's most like an actual spider. So he really like dives into like the I'm got bit by a spider and I have spider <laughs> powers. Spidey, <laughs> spidey powers. Spidey power, How does yes. he keep that big hairdo in his mask though? <laughs> That's just the benefit of having good hair, I think. His hair <laughs> will always blow my mind because it goes in every direction possible. <laughs> and looks perfect still. And looks amazing. <laughs> so hot. I love him. Oh. <laughs> well, your your expertise really showed out right now, Lexi. Great job. <laughs> they did. Um another one that I freaked out for because I was like, they can't possibly bring back both of them, but they did. Oh man. Toby McGuire as Spider-Man. Adorable. This one actually made me cry because like I mentioned, like this was such a like stab in the childhood, like Mm -hmm. seeing (laughs) my Spider-Man show up after how many years? I don't know, like uh, two decades. It was crazy. It was such a moment for me. I feel dramatically now. (laughs) It was crazy. I love this scene too. My brother, to talk a little bit more about costumes, my brother was obsessed with the Tobey Maguire. That's why Spider-Man's my favorite because like I grew up with Spider-Man, like my brother, we literally, me acting like I was like a part of this, I was, I'm four years younger than him, but my parents could literally never get him out of his Spider-Man costume ever. So he would go to like the grocery store in it. He would go to like, like anywhere they went, he was in his Spider-Man costume. So this was like a big, a big thing for my brother too. Cause Toby, he grew up with Toby. I grew up with Toby too, but I remember Andrews. Um, I don't remember Toby's like for the first time seeing them because uh, I was like two years old. So that's fun. But <laughs> but I love this scene because um, he's wearing just like a very casual thing. And then Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is like, oh, are you going to just keep wearing this cool pastor like uniform? Yes. <laughs> yes. I loved him because he was like, oh, this is the one Spider-Man that has, like, lived a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he clearly has a life now outside of being Spider-Man, and that's so clear. But I was just like, because he's the first Spider-Man I remember, and, like, all, like, the hoopla about the first one. And I was like, he's here! It's him! It, it was crazy. It's like seeing Gandalf show up after like a couple decades like it was just crazy and yeah I love that he's just like he's been doing Spider-Man for a long time so he's like shows up in his comfy clothes he's like oh like what's going on maybe he's retired a little bit yeah he's like so over it um 
And then I love to all of their different um, Spider-Man logos. I feel like, you know, they're always on the center of their little costume here, but I feel like uh, Toby's and Andrew's are very similar other than Andrew's uh, like spider legs are longer. And then Tom Holland's is just like completely different. It's like more like yeah. structured. I feel like it's more like techie, like for some reason, because, and then it's like, well, all of his stuff is more like techie. So it makes sense. Yeah, so Toby's Spider-Man costume, it's very angular and linear. Like, there's a lot of, like, sharp lines to it, which, you know, even his eyes are a little bit more, um, almost a little bit more sinister looking. Yeah. Um, Because this was a little bit more of a darker Spider-Man film, those first three. And so, like, he's coming, he's coming from, like, a darker Spider-Verse. I mean, Willem Dafoe and Doc Ock came from his universe, so... So he's like not shocked that, <laughs> that no. this Spider-Man's having a tough time. There were, there were a lot of villains in his movies, like just specifically, like there were so many villains. And I think one of the things I love about his movies is like such a specific time in like comic book movies because it's before Marvel had their own studio. So they were all trying to make them like very dark and edgy and like not campy like they had been in the past they were like oh these are for adults and i feel like his are like the antithesis of that yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh that's so crazy that you said that yeah i agree 100 percent. uh never thought i'd be so excited to see toby mcguire in my life because right? he's not usually an actor i'm like oh my god toby mcguire but like when he came through that portal <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I did love as soon as the three of them get together. It's adorable. It's so cute. And the Toby and Andrew, they're just trying to help <laughs> this young little Peter Parker being like, it's going to be okay, man, but it's totally yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I also like, I love how long these couple, next couple scenes are because it gives like the much needed comic relief that we were really needing after Aunt May died. I mean, it's a solid, like maybe like 30 minutes of just like Peter Parker's like doing science together, coming up with a plan, meeting each other. Like it's long and I love it. It was it was needed. If they made that all short, I would have been so sad. I would have been like, I need more of them together. And I still need more of them together, but <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. We all do. So we just need to see what the future holds. But um the future of these uh Spider-Man outfits was very uncertain. Uh Hayes talked about needing to recreate Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire's suits. She said, We were recreating the original suits from the previous movies so that the characters looked like they had just stepped out of those worlds but the original suits that they actually wore on set are either missing or destroyed oh my god it was really interesting to recreate them because technology has changed so much since they were first designed the challenge was that we had to adapt and change so many things yet make it look like they stepped out of those movies which did take a lot of tests and paying attention to detail. Luckily, both Toby and Andrew still look great and were in shape, <laughs> which saved us some potential issues. Unfortunately, those suits were a lot more complicated than they looked. Yeah, I mean, specifically Toby's and Andrew's, they their suits do look more complicated. <laughs> yeah. There's I, so much detail. And I also think because... Tom Holland's does they rely more heavily on CGI now for a lot of the superhero suits, which they didn't back then. So they're like 
much more practical, but she was talking about, she was like, yeah, even just for Tobey Maguire, she was like, we just put the zippers in more sensible places. (laughs) (laughs) And like Toby's detail on his, like the spider web lining is like so thick and heavy. Like, you know, it took so much hours of time to create his. And I also love the fact that one of the suits might be potentially missing. You know, there was someone somewhere in America right now, like sitting in that Spider-Man suit, it's maybe me. listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. I actually <laughs> have course. it in my closet. I forgot to tell you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I actually should have act- worn it. I'm sorry. I'll do it next yeah. time. But I would actually next believe time, you. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, fun fact, one of the, they won't say who, but I have, um, I guess, uh, one of them has to wear butt padding in their oh, suit. Oh, butt gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about <laughs> to, this. To make their, their butt look bigger. And I'm pretty freaking sure it's Tobey Maguire. Probably. <laughs> I was thinking about this, too. I, <laughs> as I remember angry this, I don't know. I feel like it could... It's not Andrew. It's not, if that's what you were about to say. I don't think it's Andrew. I think it might be Tom because he's the one who brought it up. Okay, I think he's trying to direct attention to the other two. But he's a actually... really bad liar. So if he, if they were yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, I feel like I feel like we would know if it's him because he's a terrible liar. And we all know that because he's exposed almost everything about every movie ever that he's been in. Um, but <laughs> I really think it's Toby. And um, if you ever watch interviews with Andrew Garfield, which I do too much. Um, uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of them where they talk about how thick Andrew Garfield is, which is why I don't think it is him because he's such like a scrawny dude, but then he has that ass. So, right. Well, <laughs> dear listeners, if you have a theory on butt gate and, and if you have an idea who's double cheeked up in this Spider-Man, please send us a message and we'd love to hear it. Or you don't have to. Don't feel obligated. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that should just be a mystery for the sake of those involved. (laughs) You can message message me personally if you don't want to include Elizabeth. (laughs) Anyways. Anyway, the Spider-Mans were not the only ones who needed an update. The supervillains did as well. Uh, Hayes said, the idea behind those guys, the villains was a little bit more about updating their costumes so that they would respond to the sensibilities of the audiences that have grown up watching Marvel movies for the last 20 years or so. So for Willem Dafoe and Alfred Moline, we just upgraded their iconic costumes. However, Jamie Foxx's Electro look has changed entirely in a way that worked better for the story when he steps into Tom Holland's universe. And it's like, that's so true. Like, the look of the supervillains in the original films, very different than anything in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think she did such a great job. It was, it was you know, especially for Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina. She was, you know, very true to them, but just gave a little bit of an update. And especially for Green Goblin, like we mentioned earlier, Lexi said, like, he was actually a goblin in the yeah. comics. <laughs> I feel like I love when costume designers take that idea like okay he's not actually a goblin he's Willem Dafoe Um, but how can we like take those elements and put them into the costume so he has that purple hood and he has like this green armor underneath that kind of gives like a muscular goblin look but it's just green armor yeah which I think is super cool yeah I think that this is just it works so much 
better with the comics. Um, and then you can really see, because Willem Dafoe, I mean, like, he's such a good actor and a big part of, like, his character is that he's, like, you know, like, a psychopath. Like, like <laughs> when uh, Tom Holland's, like, beating the living shit out of him, he has a huge smile on his face. And I'm like, if he had his mask on, you wouldn't have been able to see that. So I love that they kind of, like, did it so that not only does he look more like the comics with his costume, but he also, you can now see his, like, facial expressions. Yeah, that's good. Is it too late to cast Willem Dafoe as the Joker in the next Batman? Or would yes, that be too is. close to Green Goblin? It's too late. They've already released that clip with What's-His-Face. No! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, another heart-wrenching scene. <laughs> I can't take this right now. Uh, Why'd you have yeah. to include the freaking picture of Gwen, bro? Just for our notes you know i need the full picture (laughs) yeah i've actually never seen mj oh no it's gwen Gwen i've never i've never seen gwen pass away in the amazing spider-man 2 yeah because you didn't bother to watch the second movie spencer (laughs) but i knew especially after talking to lexi after the film i was like why was everyone so upset lexi (laughs) i was sobbing i was sobbing at the scene and the scene when they're on the roof and he's like i lost my i lost gwen my my mj and i was like why did you do that Um, but yeah, I Andrew Garfield really does like some real acting, acting at this part. It's just all the emotions on his face when he catches cute, wonderful Zendaya. Um, so sad. It's, it's, you can see, um, the difference just from the pictures you have here, but also when you watch the movie, um, that when he goes to catch Zendaya, he leaps with his entire body so that he catches her first and then uses his webbing. But in his, because that's the mistake that he made in his was he relied on his webs and then she died. Yikes. Rest in peace. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth's too visibly upset to talk about this. (laughs) It's too sad. It's too sad. Um, what else is sad is the mess that Dr. Strange has to clean up. My goodness, he's just going through it right now. He's <laughs> keeping every single person who knows a Peter Parker from falling into the <laughs> abyss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh this end was wild, but it was still so sad because they all have to say goodbye to each other. Yeah, literally, I felt like I was saying goodbye to my childhood when Tobey yeah. Maguire disappeared. I, I literally, yeah. When Toby got stabbed, my life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> right? Right. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I can't take uh, any more of this. <laughs> it was too much. And I was just like, I feel like they're not going to bring them back again. Because that was just kind of like a perfect wrap up. I don't know. So they're, um, I don't know, everyone. I don't think they should. I thought this was a perfect way to end it. Especially since... Toby and Andrew both came from some Spider-Man films that are very questionable with like ratings and reviews. Like not, I'll admit I I did not love those original. Like I love them because they're part of my childhood. But going back, I'm never like, oh, I want to watch 
the third Spider-Man film where I had to watch Tommy Maguire dance around in his like emo ah, costume. That is an iconic scene. What do you mean? <laughs> yes, it's iconic. It but was I'm never, like, embarrassing really... to watch at the time, though. <laughs> I love it. At the time, it was like everyone was like, "What is this?" I think um, it's hilarious. So I feel like this film really tied such a beautiful bow on it, where we could all walk away and be like, "You know what? This was great." You know, these two decades of Spider-Mans, we really did that, you know? So we should keep it that way. I've heard some things that are (laughs) going to make you guys happy. (laughs) I heard that they're possibly either going to bring both of them back in another movie, maybe in the next one, or I heard that they're either going to bring just Toby, kill him off, and then uh, make Andrew have his third movie finally. I don't want that. I what want a I third do want, Andrew movie, but yeah. What I do want is for MJ and Peter to come back together. What is that? How it's dare not, they? Some it's not okay. <laughs> In the comic books, they're done. In the comic books, MJ and this Peter Parker will not be seeing each other again. Well, I don't like that. They and... change that all the time, though. Yeah. They do. They do. But they're also already talking about because they, we haven't met a Gwen Stacy in this universe, and we we have Ned, but we don't have like the other best friend. So they were talking about uh, Tom Holland said that he wants to cast Timothy Chalamet as the new best friend. I'll um, take it. I'll but take I don't it. know. If that, I don't. I yeah. I don't know if they're going to entirely get rid of Zendaya and Ned because I feel like we've been so attached to them, and I mean Zendaya and Tom are dating in real life, but. Um, that is what I've heard. Look, they could yeah. put Peter and Gwen together as long as Zendaya plays Gwen. Then, okay, <laughs> I'm good. Well, I bet the next movie, they'll have Gwen Stacy be, like, living in one of the apartments, like the Tobey yeah. Maguire ones. Oh, my so God. Well, probably- so I'm already Gwen- upset talking about this. I don't like it. Gwen Stacy, though, like, in the first movies, she's the other woman. Like, she's not, like, like she's into Peter Parker, but Peter Parker always loves MJ more. Um, so I wonder if that's what they're going to do. It's like there is a Gwen Stacy, but we love like this MJ more. Right. Well, I loved MJ's little donut shop costume. Very cute. And you could see that she's wearing her little necklace. So maybe that's a way they'll remember each other. I I hope. I know. this This is an actual donut shop in New York. And Ooh. Spencer, they called, you have to visit. Sorry. They call, yeah, they called um, the donut shop asking if they could use it, but they don't use the actual building itself. They replicated it. And then those are the exact costumes that the p- people at the donut shop wear, but they didn't, um, they also replicated it. They didn't just ask for an original costume. And then we have the Black Dahlia necklace, which we see him give to her in the second movie, which I actually have that necklace. <laughs> nerd <laughs> I love that I love that and now I really want a donut um, I take it also, away Elizabeth <laughs> I also love uh, that by the end of the movie when he's being Spider-Man on his own they've changed up his suit yet again Hayes said that this costume is actually mostly visual effects because of the accuracy The idea was to go back to his character's roots, and in doing so, the suit becomes as close to the comic book version as possible. And I'm like, I like that, because I feel like they're doing, like, a soft reset of his Spider-Man so that they can, like, make even more movies and, like, 
go further with the character. I thought that too. I was like, oh my gosh, like you could tell like that is the Spider-Man comic book costume. Also, I love seeing him swing around in Christmas in New York. I was half expecting to see him like slam right into Kate Bishop and Hawkeye. (laughs) I was like, hey, they're literally right there. They don't remember him. Oh, oh, that's true. That's the same thing if he can't have Iron Man's technology anymore. And while I love the Iron Man suits because they're just so like cool, um, they're not like very Spider-Man-y. So I do love this costume because like you said, it's going back to the roots. But the sad, depressing thing is that Edith, who like is the person behind all the the Stark technology, you know, like uh, the glasses or Edith, um, they don't... she doesn't recognize him because no one knows who Peter Parker is, which is why he has to make his own costume because he can't Aww. use this movie Parker. is too upsetting. I don't like it. It's really sad. <laughs> I can't wait for one of the next Avengers when they're like, we should go get that P- that Superman, that Spider-Man guy. We should yeah. bring him onto yeah. the team. And we need yeah. Spider-Boy. Like, he's going to be like, yeah, sh- sure. sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know any of you. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the bonus scene in this yeah uh so good i've i've yet to see the venom movies but i've been dying to see them and like i i think venom is such a cool marvel character or i should say sony character and i hope that they integrate this a little bit that'd be really cool i think that's what we're gonna see in the next spider-man i know is the venom well i was really excited to see the bartender He's from Ted Lasso. He is from Ted Lasso. Um, Cristo Fernandez. I hope that's how you say your name. I'm sorry if it's not. Uh, But he (laughs) plays Danny Rojas on Ted Lasso. And I was like, he better be the next Venom in this universe. He did the thing that he always does in Ted Lasso. (laughs) He crossed himself. And I was like, that little piece of Venom better find its way to Danny Rojas. I didn't even think about that because Tom Hardy wouldn't be Venom. It would be whoever is attached to the symbiote. So that's sick. And I'm like, (laughs) I feel like he's like a newcomer to Hollywood, but who has already had like a re- like good success with Ted Lasso. So I feel like this is going to be like, if they do use him as Venom, I feel like it's going to be his breakout role and I'm so excited for him. That's really cool. And like uh, the Venom, like symbiote, you know, species, it like plays such a big part in Marvel, especially like even like Guardians of the Galaxy. It has like such a big span that people don't really realize in the comics. So I hope they were like really go crazy with it. Um mm-hmm. I like to see multiple like venoms running around. That'd be fun. And we also got <laughs> instead of an end credit scene of Doctor Strange, they just gave us the whole damn trailer oh, for damn Multiverse trailer. of Madness, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which was stunning in the moment. I was like, oh, oh, okay, it's just the whole trailer. <laughs> I was flipping out because so the thing with the sky at the end of Have you guys watched What If? Yes, most of it. Oh well. The last two episodes are the most important ones. But um, so what if it's basically like a short TV show where it says like if one thing was different, like how it would create a whole different universe of things. And so at the end, at the very end of the Doctor Strange, we see the evil Doctor Strange who is in what if. And when the sky is cracking and it's all purple, that's what if. Um, So it's really interesting um, and then you see like the the evil Doctor Strange and he's much more of like a grayer looking person. His like costumes like 
I don't know. It's all like gray. It, it's like more like, I don't know. It's more like evil looking. Um, oh. And so it's just, ah, this next movie is going to go freaking insane. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm nervous. I'm anxious about it. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. This was a good one. This was so fun. I love this film. Such a good film. So, Lexi, we have a little game we like to play on the Art of Costume blogcast called One Costume to Rule Them All. Would you like to play with us? Of course. (laughs) Cue the music, Daniel. The one costume to rule them all. Lexi, as our guest, you're actually supposed to go first. Are you ready or do you want one of us to go? I could go first. Okay. Mine's, mine's going to be obvious. <laughs> okay. So I love all the Spider-Man costumes. They're amazing. And the, like I said, like the super cool Tony Stark, Stark um, technology ones are amazing, but they're not giving Spider-Man. They're giving Tony Stark. So I'm going to have to go with Andrew Garfield because it's such a classic. <laughs> yeah. And I love him. And I, his logo is my favorite one because I think it's the coolest with how long the spider legs are. And I think it's most like a spider, which is really interesting. So and then I'm biased because it's Andrew Garfield's. Yeah. I'm shocked by your choice. I, I know, really I know. am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. You're right. All the Spider-Men were amazing. Um. But I was personally just so excited for some Cumberbatch action (laughs) that I had to go with his snowy, cozy sweatsuits and cape look. Like, this gave me everything I needed. Personally, I wouldn't have needed the rest of it. It was such a bonus. But to see Doctor Strange looking cozy, that did it for me. That's a solid choice. For me, it was very easy. It had to have been seeing Tobey Maguire in his spider suit. It was just like such an emotional moment for me. Like I remember running around the house and I had like this, my I had the Batman one and my brother had like the Spider-Man pajama shirt and it had like little webs on the side and mine had like this Batman cape and just like looking up to like the Spider-Man for so much of my life. It was just like really awesome to see his like, really dramatic campy like spidey suit with the like really thick webs it was just such a blast in the past like i could hear that hero song by nickelback that was on the soundtrack playing when i see him like (laughs) it just gives me all the feels so that was my one costume to rule them all I feel like ours are not shocking i feel like they all (laughs) i'm obsessed with I don't consider myself a big Tobey Maguire fan. I consider myself a Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man fan. (laughs) No, Tobey Maguire is so funny. Have you seen those videos of him screaming at paparazzi? Yeah. Oh, he's such a bully, but it's funny. (laughs) People call him Bully Maguire. That's wonderful. (laughs) Paparazzi probably had it come in. Yeah. (laughs) with that that brings us to the end of this episode Lexi thank you so much for joining us this was so fun thank you so much for having me I know I forced you to have me on Spencer but I I know you enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) no forcing I could only think of one Andrew Garfield expert that I would turn to in our time of need (laughs) I am so glad I came on I love talking about Spider-Man at 
any point in time. So thank you for having me. Of course. It was a pleasure. I loved all your info. It was eye opening. <laughs> <laughs> and after you. you listen to the Art of the Costume blogcast, I inspire you all to watch Alexify, the place for fashion podcast. And you could hear Lexi talk about everything from fashion to sustainability. She really is really incredible. So thank you, Lexi. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for the free shout out. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth. I think we need to go on our little spring break adventure. Uh, I think we do, too. We need some sun. We need to get out of the studio. We need to tan ourselves and come back fresh. <laughs> so, yes, we are, are We are going on spring break. Um, you will not hear a new episode next week. However, we do have a special surprise releasing next week. So you don't have to go too long without hearing our voices. I think just Elizabeth and I need a break from each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I can't, can't stand your presence anymore. I need to get into a different universe for a hot second and then come back. But when we come back on at the end of April, we will be talking about one of my all time favorite movies on April 26th. It will be national alien day. So of course we have to talk about alien and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I saw it for the first time recently and I can't wait to talk about it. Thank you all for listening. Yes. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you could give us a little five-star text review, that would be amazing. Or share us with a friend. That is equally as incredible. And thank you all for listening. The Art of Costume blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore or you can head over to patreon.com slash theartofcostume for some bonus content. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. I guess it's not relevant, but, you know, Peter Parker's just had a tough month. He was just outed by Tobey Maguire. Um, everyone hates him now. People are throwing bricks through his windows and his aunt's about to die. And then everyone forgets who he yeah. is and he doesn't exist. So I just really feel for Peter Parker. I, I feel <laughs> like he's had the summer to cope because otherwise I don't know how Flash got that book out so did quickly. Did I say Tobey Maguire? Who's Tobey Maguire? <laughs> You did. You did say. I was like, what? I meant to say Jake Gyllenhaal. Who's Toby Maguire? Oh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, can you add in Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>